your motivation to do the things that you know are going to help you with your weight loss can go from what seems like zero to a hundred in like a flash, in an instant, in the snap of a finger. What if it were possible to achieve your goal weight and stay there permanently without dieting? Welcome to the Stop Dieting Forever podcast, where you will discover the key components that most diets won't tell you because they want you to keep coming back. Not here. This is your last stop on the weight loss struggle bus. I am your host, Jennifer Dent Brown, life and weight loss coach, and I am going to show you how to stop dieting forever. Let's jump into today's episode. Hey, Lux Lifer, welcome to episode six to six. This is your certified life and weight loss coach, Jennifer Dent Brown from jenniferdent.com. And this is where we learn how to overcome our biggest mental hurdles when it comes to weight loss. Because look, if you can't overcome the mental drama, then reaching your goal weight and staying there is gonna be really, really difficult. So I'm here to help you with that. If you're new to the podcast, Welcome. I love hearing that people just found my podcast. It's so exciting to me. And then it's like, I have a moment of just like, wait a second, I have a podcast. (laughs) People are listening to me that it's like this moment of bewilderment, like whose life am I living right now? But it is so much fun. And I love hanging out with you every single week in your ears with the podcast. So welcome new listeners. And I hope you'll be around for a while. So today I want to talk to you guys about what do you do when you go from all in with your weight loss goal to I don't care, right? Sometimes it seems like you do that in an instant. Your motivation to do the things that you know are going to help you with your weight loss can go from what seems like zero to a hundred in like a flash, in an instant, in the snap of a finger. I have a friend, a really good friend, and she recently signed up for this group competition training program. And as she was explaining it to me, I forgot what it's called, but it sounded like to me, it was like American Ninja Warrior workout style thing. It was like a cross between CrossFit workouts and American Ninja Warrior stuff. Like all the stuff, right? It just seemed very, very advanced. It's an advanced workout. So she wanted something to like snap her back into workout mode. And so she was all excited. She loved all of her reasons for getting up at 4 a.m. to go to a 5 a.m. group training twice a week to do all of the things. (laughs) One of the things she was telling me that they do is like in between all of the grueling exercises, they have a running recovery. And I'm sorry, grueling is not her words. That was mine. (laughs) They seemed grueling to me. But in between all of their exercises and the workout moves, they have a running recovery. And I was like, wow. So she was all excited about this, participating in this group and this training program. And then there was a competition a couple months later. And she really wanted to like, get an award for being the best of whatever in this competition. So a couple of weeks ago, I asked her, how's it going? (laughs) Let's just say she wasn't as excited as she had been when she first signed up. 
And how many of us can relate to that, right? We sign up for something. We think it's going to be the best thing to help us. It's going to be the thing to motivate us. And we're really depending on this activity or joining a new gym or working out with a new trainer or maybe it's like following a new diet plan or getting new diet food sent to your house or trying a new meal service delivery kit. We're all excited because we think this is the thing that is going to help us get to our goal. But what happens is that we experience the motivation meltdown, right? The excitement goes away and all of a sudden it doesn't seem as exciting anymore. It doesn't seem like the best idea anymore. And so we go from having thoughts of like, this is exactly what I want to do. This is exactly what I need to do right now to having thoughts like, screw it. (laughs) Oh, well, I'm just going to go do what I normally do or I don't really care right now. And if you're a cursor, you can add a couple expletives in there, right? And these thoughts of like, screw it, I don't care, oh, well, these thoughts cause a feeling of apathy, right? So I looked up the definition of apathy. Apathy is a lack of interest, enthusiasm, or concern. Apathy ain't going to help you get to your goal. Wait, I can tell you that right now. It's when you don't care one way or the other if you lose weight. It's when you focus on following your plan and then suddenly you decide, because the motivation meltdown has happened, you decide to indulge in apathy. You decide to indulge in not caring about your goal. It's when you decide to seek pleasure by eating off plan, but you're doing so at your own expense, okay? Apathy is when you're disinterested. You have a lack of concern for yourself. You neglect yourself. A lot of my Lux lifers, what I see is that they throw themselves into the needs of others, taking care of other people, and it just feeds their apathy, Because they're like, oh, well, I have to do this for so-and-so. I got to do this for the kids. I got to do this for my spouse. I got to do this for my boss. They throw themselves into taking care of other people's priorities. And so it gives them permission to indulge in apathy and just put their goals down at the bottom of the list. Okay. There is this great quote out there. I don't know who said it, so I can't give credit. But the quote says, the opposite of love is not hate. The opposite of love is indifference. Think about that. The opposite of love isn't hate. The opposite of love is indifference, right? The person who just doesn't care. Neglect is like the worst type of abuse. And when I thought about neglect and abuse, those commercials that we see on TV with the neglected pets that come up every now and then, That's what I thought about. Like you see the poor little animals and they're all battered and tattered and bruised and damaged because they've been neglected. And I forget what the organization is, but it's an organization that is dedicated to taking care of neglected and abused pets. But neglect is the worst kind of abuse. We feel sorry for those animals when we see them on TV We feel sorry when we see that other people have experienced neglect, but we do this to ourselves. 
We still do this to ourselves. We tell ourselves that we don't have the time or the energy to take care of our own body, to take care of our feelings, to take care of our mental self. We can't even muster up enough energy to care that sometimes we're even that we're upset, right? We just avoid and we ignore the feelings and we run away, we escape, we hide, we throw ourselves into work. We throw ourselves into doing things for our kids and for our grandkids and for our spouses, for our bosses, for our jobs, for our businesses, right? We experience apathy, but we don't actually recognize it as apathy. But anytime you're suppressing an emotion, right, if you're buffering and trying to avoid an an emotion, you are experiencing apathy because apathy is a suppression of all emotion. Remember The definition of apathy is a lack of interest, enthusiasm, or concern. So when you have a lack of interest suddenly in your weight loss goal, when you have a lack of enthusiasm into doing the things that will allow you to lose weight, when you have a lack of concern about your mental and your physical well-being, you, my friend, are indulging in apathy. Now, apathy can feel easier in the meantime, right? But the long-term cost is really, really, really high. Telling ourselves like, oh, well, right? I knew I couldn't do it. Experiencing apathy, like just go ahead, give me the cookie. It seems easier than actually saying no to the cookie or no to the pizza or no to stop and buy Starbucks to get your favorite coffee drink. But the long-term cost of giving in to apathy is high. And depending on where you are in your weight loss journey, you know the price that you're paying when you give in to apathy. The net effect of apathy is slowing down your progress to your forever goal. And not only is it slowing it down, but you feel horrible while you're doing it, right? You feel miserable. And every time you see a Starbucks and you're like, oh, I just want to go in and get a Starbucks. And so you go in and you get your favorite drink. For years, apathy would show up for me when it came to working out. Like I have done a considerable amount of work in becoming the person who just works out and becoming the person who believes working out is creating a healthier body. Working out is creating longevity for me. But for years, I was in this start, stop, start, stop, start, stop cycle. And I was always trying to find the next best thing to motivate me to work out. And so I would constantly tell myself, well, I don't have time to work on working out. I have a business to grow. I have clients to coach. I have lives to change. Like, come on now. I don't have time to figure out this whole workout mentality. And essentially, I was saying, like, I don't really care about my fitness gains. I got other shit to do. I don't really care about my fitness gains until I did, right? Until I was like, you know what? This is ridiculous. So for those of you who were like resonating with this, right, the story about my friend or the story of I just shared about me and the stop, start, stop, start cycle with working out, for you, your apathy just make show up as like a thought of I don't really care about my weight. I don't really care about my goal. Or, you know, you look at someone else, you judge someone else who is on their weight loss journey, and you're like, I don't know why you're doing all that stuff. I don't know why you're listening to this Stop Dieting Forever podcast. Like, that's a waste of time, right? 
Very often, apathy is disguised as self-care, as taking a break, as resting or relaxation, but really, we are hiding. And for me, it was like, okay, I would have working out on my schedule. I'm like, okay, at 8 o'clock, I'm going to go work out. But then at like 7.30, 7 o'clock, I'd be like, oh, you know what? My leg is a little sore (laughs) from the last workout. I need to take a break. I don't want to injure myself by working out too hard. So check yourself when you're telling yourself that you are engaging in self-care or you're taking a break or you're just like, I need to relax. Are you hiding or and are you indulging in apathy or are you really like taking care of yourself? How do you know? How do you know the difference? Well, the solution to seeing where you are and where your thinking is and to really, really find the root of like these screw it moments and how to overcome them is to check your level of commitment to your weight loss goal. Because 100% commitment to your weight loss goal is always going to be the opposite of apathy. 100% commitment means doing what it takes no matter what. This was a lesson that I learned as I was building my business after I left my corporate job and I was a full-time coach and I was working to replace my corporate job so we can continue living the way that we were living. And I realized because I had for so long, I had only been a part-time entrepreneur. I had only been focusing on my business when I could, right? When I wasn't working my nine to five corporate job. When COVID kicked me out the corporate nest and I became a full-time coach, I realized how much time and energy and focus it takes to generate the money that I needed to generate in the business. And for me, that was eye-opening, but it was such a great lesson because now I know what 100% commitment looks like, I know what it feels like, and I also know what results I can create when I am 100% committed, meaning I will do whatever it takes no matter what. So it's important for you to know the difference between apathetic behavior and self-care. So you can tell the difference between apathetic behavior and self-care simply by determining how you feel, okay? So think about a mother who is taking care of her small baby. Baby can't do anything on its own. Mom's got to take care of it. So she has to be planned and organized and be disciplined with her time to make sure that the needs of the baby are taken care of. The plan and the structure of the mother comes from a place of love. It feels different because she wants to take care of this baby. She wants to keep this baby safe. So doing all of the things, being organized and disciplined with her time, and structured comes from a place of love. And that feels different from being unorganized, messy, chaotic, and unpredictable, right? That is what indifference looks like. When you're unorganized, when you're just messy in your thinking, messy in your execution, your life is always chaotic, and your responses are always unpredictable, okay? This is what leads to emotional eating, my friends. 
So you can tell the difference between apathy and self-care by the level of clarity in your mind when you make decisions. So when you are unhappy, we are more apt to turn to apathy. So when you can acknowledge and allow the feelings of unhappiness, it's just part of your human experience. It's just what happens. You can use that to evolve into the next best version of yourself. And that is my goal, to always teach my Lux Lifers how to keep evolving into the next best version of yourself. So you can catch yourself when you're indulging in apathetic behavior and say, oh, you know what? You can see what the true feeling is that's driving the apathy. And then you can acknowledge and allow that feeling of unhappiness as like, oh, yeah, this is just the part that sucks. This is just the part where I want to just go off and do my own thing. Oh, yeah, this is the part where I want to just forget what I'm doing when it comes to weight loss and eat the donut or eat the pizza or eat the cheesesteak, right? This is the part where my brain is like, screw it. It's not working. But when you can acknowledge that, you can accept it for what it is, then you can avoid falling into that trap of actually doing the thing, okay? So one of the ways that I teach my Lux Lifers how to stay focused, right, and be aware is I teach my clients how to connect with their compelling reason every single day. And your compelling reason is the reason why you want to lose weight. I believe I've probably talked about this before on the podcast. So when you're connecting with your compelling reason every single day, you're reinforcing your original commitment. Way back when you were all in and you were all excited about what you were getting ready to do. Now, I have to tell you, my friend who's doing this American Ninja Warrior-like competition, she reconnected with her compelling reason. And she remembered why this was the best decision for her at the time. And now she's in it to win it. In a couple of weeks, like next month, I think, she'll be participating in the competition. And she is, once again, all in. So she connected with her compelling reason. So what I want you to do if you don't have a compelling reason, if you're on this weight loss journey and you're just kind of like muddling along and you don't really have a clear focus, I want you to sit down, take a few minutes to write out all the reasons why it's important for you to lose the weight. Why is it important for you to achieve your goal weight? And your compelling reason should make you feel good. It should be strong enough to provide you with enough fuel until you reach your goal, okay? So once you have your compelling reason, I want you to write it down somewhere where you can see it often and practice it daily. In the boot camp, I start teaching the boot campers how to write down your compelling reason every single day. And in doing that practice, you're beginning to crowd out the apathetic thoughts and you're beginning to replace them with thoughts of achieving your goal, okay? It's a very methodical thing. So it's very important if you don't have your compelling reason to lose the weight, you wanna make sure that you have some reasons that you're like, yes, this is exactly why I'm gonna be driving by the Starbucks when I get the urge to go get my favorite cappuccino, macchiato, yaki yaki, yada yada, latte, sugar-free, whatever, <laughs> okay? 
So when you can do this every single day, connecting with your compelling reason, you're going to begin to break those mental chains of apathy. You're going to begin to override those screw it moments. Because here's the thing I want you to remember from this podcast. We often have apathy for the things that we believe that we cannot change. But here's the truth. We can change our weight when we take responsibility for our results, period. I'm just going to end on that note, okay? But I'll say it again. We often have apathy for the things we believe we cannot change. But the truth is, you can change your weight when you take responsibility for your results. It's not anyone else's fault. You take responsibility for your results, okay? All right, let's jump on over to Stop and Celebrate. Colette, play the music. All right, so I just want to share this post that was recently posted in our Lux Life Community private Facebook group. And this is from Nicolay. Nicolay is not a stranger to the podcast. She was on, I interviewed her in episode 25. And at that time, she was a private client and she had just lost her first 10 pounds. So it's so fascinating and amazing to see her journey. So the post that she posted in our group was acknowledging what we call her SDF anniversary or her SDF Anniversary, <laughs> her stop dieting forever anniversary. So this is what she wrote. On August 6, 2020, so that's a year ago, I was five days from saying yes to coaching with Jennifer Dent Brown and really saying yes to myself. I weighed 172 pounds. On April 6, fast forward to April 16th, 2021, I got to my goal weight of 130 pounds. Actually, I hit 129.6 pounds. As of today, I've been living in my goal weight range, 128 to 132 pounds for four months. That means she is maintaining y'all. She goes on to say, nothing has changed. I still journal every day. I plan my meals. I have one or two funnies every week. I sometimes have drama when my weight goes up, and I sometimes have drama when my weight dips too low. And then she says, everything has changed. I know how to self-coach myself through the drama. I have the tools to manage my thoughts and create the feelings I want to have. And when I fail, I fail forward. Failure isn't fatal. And this community is a place I get to come back to to keep learning and to stay encouraged with all of you and the amazing coach, Jennifer. Getting to your goal weight without dieting is possible. And she wrote that in all caps. And then she closed it out by saying, don't stop. And she posted her amazing before and after pictures. So I just want to celebrate Nicolay for being open enough to share her journey. So if you go back and listen to her story um, in episode 25, where she just was starting to learn the Stop Dieting Forever process, she had just started to lose weight. She had lost her first 10 pounds. 
And to see where she is now, she's lost almost 40 pounds and she's been maintaining her weight loss for four months. So much fun. So today we are celebrating Nicolay. All right, y'all, live Lux, and I will see you in the next episode. Hey, 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 before you go, I have one more thing for you. If you like today's episode and want to learn more about the Stop Dieting Forever lifestyle, I have a free weight loss guide for you at jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever. In it, you'll discover the four things you must try before you give up on your weight loss goal. Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever to request your free copy. What do you have to lose but some weight? Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever right now. Don't put it off until later. Decide your health is worth the time now. Go to jenniferdent.com forward slash stop dieting forever to discover what you can do to really stop dieting forever. Dieting forever.